Wake up. Alicia Bell is the founder of BLXVC, an angel syndicate of moms mobilizing money for black and brown women entrepreneurs. She's the deal flow lead for Pipeline Angels, a network of women and femmes. Alicia also advises the PayPal Ventures Black Lives Matter Fund and serves on the board for Black Girl Ventures. For more details, go to www.leishabell.com. Hi, I'm Alexis Jeffries, and I am a multi-hyphenate Black woman based in Los Angeles who teaches entrepreneurship, works by day in high tech, and pursuing my true passion, which is investing in entrepreneurs and startup founders who look just like me. Hi, I'm Lakeisha Landrum-Pierre, and I'm a Black woman changing the world. And I'm changing the world by investing in women and female founders who are building game-changing companies that impact women. I'm also a mother of three, which informs everything about why I'm here and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Hello, and welcome to Sisters with Ventures, the podcast where we amplify black and brown women who are angel investors. On this show, we will explore what is angel investing, how to become one, and why would you want to be one? We will discuss how the most marginalized women persevered to the very top of the investing spectrum. Whether you're making money moves or barely making money, listen up. I'm your host, Lee Chabelle, co-founder of BLXVC, an angel syndicate run by Black and Latinx women who are on a mission to represent ourselves and claim our seats on cap tables. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Sisters with Ventures, the podcast where we amplify BIPOC women in angel investing and venture capital. And today, I have a very, two very special guests, not just one, two, two. two. illustrious, illustrious wow. angel investors. <laughs> we have Alexis Jeffries. Hey, yeah. Hey. And Lakeisha Landra-Pierre. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited. We are live. We have a live studio audience. We're at the gathering spot in Los Angeles. We're proud to support black businesses. It's a very beautiful space here. We're happy to be here. Yes. Thank you. Of course. Alexis, our queen member. Our queen member. Happy to to host and support black-owned business here in Los Angeles. So our origin story is very similar. Because we are all members of a group called Pipeline Angels. Shout out to Pipeline. Shout out to Pipeline (laughs) Angels. And I would love to, one, before we get into our stories, tell the people who you are. So, Alexis, why don't you share a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, my my sixty second pitch, if you will. Yes. Um, super non traditional in the business sense. Um, I started my career as a business journalist, um, and I worked at several publications that shall remain nameless, but were big in the financial personal finance space. Um, and then I transitioned ultimately uh, into 
advertising, big advertising on Madison Avenue. Hated that. Wasn't for me. Um, but I, I learned a lot about the nature of how money was made in media. So I was uh, I got really curious about the intersection between money, uh, media and technology and how the money was kind of flowing across those two areas. Uh, I ended up going to business school and then getting a job in technology consulting where I focused on media and entertainment strategy consulting. Did that for several years and then transitioned formally into big tech or high tech where I ran different product marketing teams um, focused on media and entertainment. Um, did that for several years and now I currently um, work full time for a big tech company, Glassdoor, uh, where I lead business product marketing uh, for them. And Glassdoor is a, the leading you know, careers and salary transparency website here in the country. Um, but I also teach entrepreneurship um, at USC in the Lloyd Christ Center for Entrepreneurial Studies. And, um, and I do a lot of other things to help the community and to support the ecosystem that is venture and specifically for black and brown people and women here in Los Angeles. Thank so you. Thank Longer you. than 60 seconds, but you know. We, we need all of that. We need yeah, all, all of that. that. We need all, all of that. that. <laughs> we need all of that. All of that. Miss Lakeisha. Uh, yes. Yeah, so Lakeisha Landrum Pierre, so happy to be here. Love being here at the Gathering Spot. The vibe is it's the it's perfect cute. vibe it's for cute. this conversation. Um, so currently the co-founder and managing partner of Emily Ventures. We are a fund that invests in female founders. So we're investing in game-changing game female founders who are building solutions that impact women. Specifically, we're an all-female-led team investing in women, building companies that impact women's lives. So we're, we're women all day. Um, prior to that, I am actually still the chairwoman of Sahara Reporters Media Group, one of the largest media companies in Nigeria. We were talking about Nigeria before we started the show. Um, so prior to being the chairwoman, I was a CEO. So I helped build, grow, operate, and scale one of Nigeria's most influential media companies. We reach about 30-ish million people monthly. Uh, we have offices in New York, Lagos, Nigeria, and offshoots in um, other parts of the continent. So I spent about 10 years building that. And then in partnership with the big social, and it's also a social enterprise media company. So I've partnered with the Omidyars, Bloomberg Philanthropies, Ford mm -hmm. Foundation, many of those. Uh, working with them to really move the needle in the storytelling around how incredible we are as mm. Black folks, as Africans, right? And so it's it's the work that I love, and that's why I'm still involved. Um, so help build and grow and scale that, and then launch with the MacArthur Foundation, a civic media lab in Lagos, Nigeria. And so it's called mm. the Civic Media Lab. It's modeled after the MIT Center for Civic Media. And so uh, shout out to Ethan Zuckerman, who uh, was the head of the MIT Center for Civic Media and definitely was a big, big coach as I sort of built and stood that up. Now I'm the um, uh, chairwoman. I'm no longer the executive director, but was the executive director of that. Um, and then part of that was at uh, HBS um, running their nonprofit media company. So we have that stands for that. the Harvard Business School. Thank you. Harvard. <laughs> The Harvard, the, the Harvard, and yes. which is where we have some overlap. That's I didn't right. realize that and, right. and how important storytelling is. Um, and was a COO and uh, and part of that general manager of, of that um, media publication. And it goes on back and back. Really, you'll see in my background there's a there's a experience being a big operator, but then mm -hmm. also the thinking and research behind it. So I did a lot of research at the Berkman Center for Internet and Society as well. Um, as a research associate there. So I'll pause there so we can get into the We just got to roll out the that. red carpet. You don't meet women like <laughs> that. Yeah. Just in case they didn't know. Just in case you didn't know. 
Uh, and this is this is special because we're in the city of Angels, are, which is my yes, hometown. You're from my here. hometown. You're from yeah. 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 So you know we're doing it on the west side, the mm-hmm. best side. <laughs> um, but let's talk about why you decided to become angel investors. Yeah, sorry. Um, for me, I think um, a lot of my my background growing up, uh, you know, I've had family members who were civil servants um, and teachers, and I realized that um, I. I similarly felt drawn to, as an educator now, um, drawn to this concept of service um, and couldn't really figure out why or how um, I was going to be of service to my community. And it didn't dawn on me until I was in business school where I was surrounded by a bunch of, quite frankly, you know, white men who were talking about, oh, I'm going to go get this job at this PE firm or, you know, this investment bank or this, you know, VC firm after school, and I'm going to make all this money. And I remember having some conversations with them of like, okay, cool. So how are you going to spend your money? Like, are you, do you have any passions of like, what you will give back any of this money? Um, That, that humanitarian part of me. Um, And they were like, no, why would I give money to anybody else? And, and that whole concept, of like, hey, there are lots of people out here in the world who make money. I'm in business school, so I want to make money too. But I also had this disconnect of like, I really want to give back. How do I give back, um, but also make money and impact my community? And I felt like, hmm, there, there must be some synergy in those three areas. And that's when I started doing my own independent research on how do I do do just that? Leverage my dollars, not just my time, not just my influence, not just right. my passion, but how do I actually leverage, you know, currency to make a difference? And that's when I started doing my own poking around uh, around angel investing and, you know, stumbled on some initial investments and quite literally stumbled because those were not necessarily <laughs> the most successful investments that I did, um, but ended up joining several syndicates and it's been a, a wonderful journey. So that's how I found angel investing. I just got super curious about mm-hmm. how to make a difference using dollars and cents. Mm-hmm. Right. Because angel is your personal money. So it's, yeah, extremely, it's, money. it's like buying a house. Extremely mm-hmm. personal. It's not institutional, which we'll talk about later, right? This is like your pocketbook. Mine. Mine. <laughs> Things you care about. So that's why angel is so personal and why, you know, we like to talk about people's mm-hmm. personal experiences. So I am in angel investing for the same reason that, that every single woman that's listening to this yeah, and that isn't accredited investor should be, right? And that's to build personal wealth mm. and to decide who else gets to build wealth, right? Mm. Because we're doing the investing in the companies that get to try out, try out concepts that right. get to build wealth right. when they have their exits, right? Right. Women of color in particular haven't had that opportunity. So I get Correct. to decide who gets to become rich, Absolutely. right? The next 10 years yeah. when we can look out into the future, mm-hmm. I'm both building my own de- generational wealth, but also investing in that next wave too. And so that's why. Um, I I got closer to that because I, at, at Sahara, I was the one out there fundraising, right? And so when we built and, and got to that sort of successful point, and I think you, you had mentioned that earlier, like how do we become accredited investors? Um, when... I remember those struggles raising, right? I remember those conversations and right. I had to talk to when I was mm-hmm. raising. And I also said, when I get to this seat, I'm going to change right. what the next wave of female entrepreneurs have to experience because right. this is this is some 
This yeah. is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's the other reason I got into it. Because I said, I, I will be right. in a seat to write checks. And when right. I'm writing checks, this next wave of female founders who are changing the game, they will have people backing them. I will fly open my network, but also myself. I will lean in. Right. To help make sure they're able to grow. That's right. Scale, I think know? the connection point yeah. is about access, right? Yeah. Like right. The nature of what we do as angels is about is solely about giving access, right? Yes, we will absolutely, ideally, benefit in the end. But in the event that we don't, why? Because it's our personal money. Um, <laughs> we know that we will have opened a door, if not a window, mm-hmm. for someone else to have mm-hmm. a different experience that's in right. fundraising than they would have otherwise Ooh. if we weren't present. And that's really important. What does it feel like to be in that seat? So I think the beauty of us being investors is that we are looking at pitch decks from people who look like us absolutely, because we're choosing who we're investing in. That's our investment thesis. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when a black woman walks into a room and doesn't have to explain why black women spend so much money on hair, why do, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of things that are understood Mm -hmm. in community. Instantly understood. Right. Right. It gives them the confidence to be their authentic self, mm-hmm. to express themselves, and to really build a genuine relationship, yeah. which is not what you get in traditional VC. You That's know, know yeah. absolutely. what's your experience is like? Yeah. Well, what I'd say is you're absolutely right. And so my experience has been uh, myself and my partners were on a Zoom, you know, more and more these days, things are in person, but a lot of the companies that we were talking to before was on Zoom. And so right when the call would start, we would just see like faces that we should actually should have just taken screenshots, like the shock, the shock, the surprise. They're like, wait, is this your team? Like three women. Right. Right. And there's like signs of relief. It's like, wow, I can just be myself. Mm-hmm. And do you know what I've, do you know what I've been dealing with in these streets? Like we, we get, we get, we would get just so many like <sighs> sigh of relief. And then how do we get you on our cap table? Right. Because my cap table is all men. My mm-hmm. cap table, I this is what I actually want. So the right. experience has been one validating, honestly. Yeah, Misha, just yeah. really, it's mm-hmm. been in the sense of like we are doing important work because this is God's work. Come mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. This yes, is God's come work. On. Yes, I, I would say I it's very similarly. Yes, <laughs> right. No, like it's really. been very affirming. Um, and very, it is, affirming. Um, very affirming. For me personally, um, and not everyone feels this way, I, we, we can be honest about it, but um, it has been um, not only affirming of doing God's work, but also it has uh, re-energized the sense of responsibility that mm. I have mm. given right. the access that mm-hmm. I've been afforded in this life, right? Um, right? And when I say responsibility, it's not my responsibility to give anybody else my money, but it is, I feel a strong sense of responsibility to encourage another founder of which I fully believe that small business is the the root of, uh, and the pathway towards a strong future for mm-hmm. this country and for globally like black and brown communities um, and communities of women of which wealth is you know multiplied over and over again it, right. it happens through like small businesses and startups and innovation and entrepreneurship and so I feel like I have a sense of responsibility to contribute to that future um, I listen to different podcasts all the time including Leisha Bell's podcast okay. and um, and someone who um, as a professor at NYU has has given this quote or said this quote multiple times um, that I really identify with um, that says, um, in this life, plant trees, the shade of which you will never sit under. 
Mm-hmm. And that to me is really the sense of responsibility that I feel. My job is to reinvest into my community, into people who do or don't look like me, but who right. are going to create the futures that I may never get to benefit from, but those futures need to exist. And so that's the sense of responsibility that I feel to, to help contribute to, to that, whatever that future looks like. I love it. I love it. Um, Lakeisha, you took the next step which is creating a fund and because I'm part of your origin story, you are part I, of I would love to hear oh, how Emmeline Ventures right. came to be. Yes. <laughs> so Emmeline Ventures came to be, let it be heard here first. And a large part, because, flash. Yeah, a large part because of Leisha Bell mm-hmm. on those pipeline calls. Okay. Right. If, if my partner Zine were here, she'd be saying the same thing. Um, we, so myself and my two partners actually met through Pipeline Angels, right? Mm-hmm. So we all joined Pipeline, right? We all joined with this sort of interest in supporting the next wave of female founders, right? And so we hear people say, well, how does it work if you if you all are excited about a company and there's, you know, some difference in the company? We're like, we, we all came into this funnel right. with these same set of passions. And so that alignment has been incredible. And so we just don't, we are just so aligned again and again and again. So we went through the pipeline program. We invested. Um, we decided on the same investment at diligence the company together. And through that process, when you talk about the sort of duty and that sense of the obligation obligation uh, that comes out of that experience of diligencing, for us, we said yeah. we met the founder. We met all of the fo- all the other female. Um, well, first the other female founder, but also all of the women right. whose lives were impacted. We, we met Absolutely. them, mm-hmm. and, and we just had them all. We're like we need to do more of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what we are, I mean, we got off of that zoom and we were like, we need to do more of this. And we did, we took our own private capital and invested in 13 other female founded companies before we even right. started a fund to invite other people yeah. to invest with us. We, I mean, that's how right. powerful those moments were. We could see how these founders were like, we need you right here with us to help right. us get to where we're headed. Right. Right. And we said, okay, so we, we literally put our capital together, invested in 13 companies together. And, and then we kept hearing our friends, our colleagues say, venture, I wanted to get into venture. Right. Right. How do I, how do I angel invest? I'm talking about brilliant women. Right. Incredibly accomplished women. Lisa. Exactly. Right. You know, right. Like, all the right. boxes, all the boxes. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I get access to venture? That table, we have not had a seat at the at the venture table, if you will. Right. So just writing these kinds of checks, right? And so right. we said, we'll take the next step yeah. and and invite folks to invest with us. Yeah. And so that's what it is. So we 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 started our fund with a very specific intention of investing in female founders. But if you look at our LPs, yeah, women, yeah, wow, right, with a very specific intention of saying, we want you to have a seat at the table. So when we're building wealth, we're investing in. These female founders who we believe are going to do incredible things in the world, both outsized impact and outsized return. And you get to share in that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And that's why it's it that's why we did. Right. right. Um, and just let me explain to our audience how complicated it is <laughs> um, to find wealth at not only an angel investing level. So just give you perspective, only 1.9% of black people have a million net worth. Right. That is the accredited population. And then you're like, I'm going to find the women in that group. And it's less for every other Hispanic. It's Mm -hmm. less, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like it goes downhill from there. 
And then if you talk about limited partnerships, so annual investing check could be between five and fifty thousand dollars. Limited partner checks are between fifty thousand and and millions. Like it, literally, right? So to find women with this kind of wealth to back you on the fund level is extremely difficult. It is. Just because of the lack of wealth that's distributed to women, because most of the wealth is, is in the, even in marriage, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. you get divorced too bad, right? Like your wealth is gone. And so for us to have yeah. levels of wealth to invest, angel invest in an LP, which is the next level, mm-hmm. which we mm-hmm. need representation mm-hmm. of women to be LPs at this fund mm-hmm. level. It's like the micro is the macro level. Yeah. Like it's huge. So you hit hit on such a big point, Misha. You hit on a huge point. And for us, what we've had to do with our fund intentionally is say we want you in. So we'll take that twenty-five k. Right. So which which is unusual. Unusual. So just unusual. Give our audience perspective. Right. Um, For example, one of my funds who is like, I want to let everybody in has ninety-three people on their cap table, which is huge and large for fund. Mm 93 people. So imagine you having a fund that is only three of you guys. Like It's not like it's a whole army of people mm-hmm. managing a fund. Mm-hmm. And you have 93 investors mm-hmm. that you have to keep these, what we call these smaller mm-hmm. checks, mm-hmm. right? But because you're being intentional mm-hmm. and you want mm-hmm. to have representation, these are things that that we do that other people That's don't right. do. That's right. They right. will not. It is painful. It's expensive. It is a heavy lift. It's a heavy lift. That's right. That's right. You know, so, you know, I think that's so important, so critical. But that's why those people on the other side of, you know, a table for Emily Ventures who are seeking funding have their mouths dropped open because it's like it's so rare to see, you know, women and women of color in particular who have access to that kind of capital and are trying to potentially give it to you as a founder. So it's really important that level of representation to know that like, hey, I can actually diversify my cap table as a founder with people who actually really care about my business. Right. And, and once That's you start important. a fund, you become an asset manager, mm-hmm. essentially. Like, so mm-hmm. women, it's like less than 2% that right. women are even in asset mm-hmm. management profession and that they have meaningful assets under management to manage. Like it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So I just want to not simplify how complicated it is Mm -hmm. to kind of build out these institutions that are for you and find people to support you and back you financially and to support the founders that you want to support. So let's let's talk about ecosystem. We're in LA. Mm-hmm. So what's Sorry, going guys. on? What's going on in the, LA? Is popping for it for, is. for Black Venture right, right. Venture in mm-hmm. general. Now I'm I'm in Silicon Valley, so I'm a little biased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, SoCal. SoCal is popping. SoCal. Yeah. Because we gotta include the OC. Yes. I, I, we gotta include San Diego. San Diego. Okay. SD. San Diego. SoCal. Okay. All right. She's like, do we want to say that? Tijuana. Anyways, yeah, LA. Like, yeah. what's going on here? So, um, I think, uh, and again, I, I spent many years as well as an investor in the Bay Area, um, and so, but being a native Los Angelino, it was great to be able to come back here and find that this ecosystem is a little bit different um, in that you know other people's words, not mine, but it's not stuffy here, right? So you can just regular LA stuffy. Yeah, not tech stuffy. Yeah, not tech stuffy. Not you know, Sand Hill Road stuffy. In the sense that there is, um, there is a comfort level with 
people feeling like they could walk up to me at a party, let's say at a cocktail party where someone has identified me as an angel investor and someone can say, hey, look, I, I know I don't know you, but I heard that you were an angel. I would love to tell you a little bit about you know, my business. And I, having been an investor, mm -hmm. am more than welcome welcoming mm -hmm. that level of pitch. Mm -hmm. If that were to happen in Silicon Valley, mm -hmm. very different response of like, oh, right. you know, contact my office or, oh, I'm sorry, I got to go to another part. It's a different vibe here. One, and I, and I think that that's largely because um, we aren't necessarily deeply rooted in the same ways in terms of launching tech businesses here. There's a lot of different types of businesses that are launching in these ecosystems. Healthcare in particular as a burgeoning industry, um, biotech as heavily in San Diego. Yeah. We've got a lot of CPG e-commerce that's mm -hmm. coming out. We were mm -hmm. talking a little bit earlier about some cannabis businesses mm -hmm. that are really interesting. Right. Yeah. That diversity of industry and opportunity to invest makes it a little bit more comfortable where it's not so high stakes because everybody's got an app that they're trying to pitch to said investor who probably has seen 12 apps that look like the same thing in the past right. week, mm -hmm. right? right? So it's a little bit less stuff in that sense. And I think that that creates more room and more access for a certain level of innovation to actually, you know, get funded. Um, and that's what I really like about this particular ecosystem. Would you say it's burgeoning? Would you say it's still very much like a burgeoning VC ecosystem? I think so. Yeah, think absolutely. So um, and I think that that's a reflection so of the, the startup ecosystem that's is still right. burgeoning here, yeah. right? Where now that there's many more dollars flowing into LA specifically than even arguably into Silicon Valley at this point in time. Right. And that's because, again, of the diversity of businesses that are being launched and founded here that aren't... Um, focused solely on tech or aren't focused solely on financial services like in on the East Coast or aren't there, there's just a lot of diversity um, and I think that people feel uh, like they can have more of a quality of life mm -hmm. too in a place like LA such that they can pitch as though they have a quality of life. Yeah, that's a great time that's to be in different. BC right now, and, so. both as, and also a startup founder in LA. Yeah, I think because it is burgeoning, we can also kind of we're part of the ecosystem builders. We're part of creating that vibe and that mm -hmm. energy, such that such that it isn't as stuffy, yeah. right? So that it is all love. Like we're Alexis and I were at a dinner together recently. I don't know if that yeah. was last week or few, few months, few months. But I don't know. Like, I don't know if that was last year. <laughs> if that was last week, but um, the point is, like every single person I met at that dinner, I've since connected with. They have reached out we have got there's been there's like a there's a there's a there's an interest in mm -hmm. building and cultivating yeah. the community here yeah. in a way that i mean I, I lived in new york before here it's just it is unique mm -hmm. and it is special it is special to la relative to what i call the bay or or, or I, I think you used a good word this is a community Mm -hmm. And yeah. maybe it will one day be an ecosystem in the same senses, but I think that, that that's how we it's think still, about New York. Because that's how we think about Silicon Valley. It right. is a community that can be therefore cultivated, and it gives, right. it has a vibe that's not stuffy. But I, I like <laughs> that it is a community as opposed to a machine, right? right? Because that feels a little bit more like, yeah, you got to grind it out in order to, you know, get your money. It feels mm -hmm. a little bit like crabs in a barrel, and this feels like. There's plenty of money to go around. It's fine. <laughs> plenty of money to go around. Yeah, I mean, I mean I how a that little bit of a surfer time. vibe too. Right. But like, no, yeah, that's it's money. It's fine. <laughs> we either get it or we won't. <laughs> so we are. This will probably be live during Black History Month. Okay. All right. Come on, Black History Month. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> This is going to be the red carpet for all the blacks. <laughs> 
the blacks, all this is the contribution <laughs> black, 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 black. that the blacks <laughs> have done. This is when we get turned up and we get lit. We love that. Um, in the name of the culture. Mm. So mm. let's imagine your younger self, mm. you know, what would you tell her? What words would you give her? Oh, you should go. Oh, gosh. I know. I would tell um, my younger self um, all the things that you desire to do and that you think are possible, think bigger. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's so frequently the sense um, of I, I want to do all these things, but then life and circumstances start to, to get us to limit ourselves. Um, and so if we can encourage other young people, and if I could encourage my other former younger self um, to think in a utopian impossible sense yeah then that's what i would drive towards and i would still you know it's like shooting for the moon and if you don't hit it you fall amongst the stars i would would feel good about about that concept believing that literally anything was possible for me um that's what i would tell my younger self um i would tell my younger self you're good enough Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you belong here period and that thing that you think that that other person can do really well, particularly because he's white. Mm. If it can be said, right, you can do it too. Right. right? So if you and into or and, this is, and and or better way, way. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason I'm saying that is because what, what I've heard so many so many of my fellow fund managers is they just wish that they started earlier. Mm-hmm. They, but there was right. all that hesitation, and particularly my black female mm-hmm. fund, fund managers colleagues right. just right. wish they started earlier. Yeah. Right. They're colleagues, male colleagues in particular, already went and started their funds. But right. it's all like, you belong here, you are good enough, mm-hmm. and you can do it even better. Right? Totally. And 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 so to the women listening now, it's like if you are thinking about angel investing, you, just do it. You do it. Mm-hmm. But get get your money right. Right. Being credited. Certainly. <laughs> You Make sure you're accredited. So let's start there as a as yeah. a baseline, right? But I think that that notion that oh, not I don't I'm I'm not sure, you know, right? That that's it's like we need to do away with that because years and years and years go by, right? Right. And time 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 is money. And so even if it isn't even if it isn't starting investing out of the gate, but do the learning, right? Mm-hmm. And that's right. the piece. Like you, right. you Can't you are good enough, brilliant enough, right now? Exactly. Right? Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well. That's our show today. Boom. 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 Just Boom. like that. Sisters with Ventures. Sisters with Ventures. Alexis Jeffries. Lakeisha Landon-Pierre. Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, You inspired a lot of women today. You challenged a lot of mindsets today. Hope so. You exuded (laughs) greatness today. Thank you, girl. You know, in the name of the ancestors. Uh, Yeah, come on. Okay, we're sitting on Jefferson Adams. This was our land. This this was us. Know your LA Black history. Um, You know, we've been here building communities, creating, and you guys are not only inspiring entrepreneurs, you're writing checks, which is a big part of the commitment. You have to show people you love them by writing checks. That's how we show love. 
in our capitalistic society. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to encourage wealth building and it's positive and it's healthy to want better for yourself, want better for your children, want better for your community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's what's key. Yeah. And let it be said that we're here, but you're also doing inspiring in a major way for us. Mm-hmm. And cuisine was here with me. Um, so much of the, what you said on those pipeline calls inspired us. Absolutely. Also. Same here. 100%. So a large, it's, it's all love. Yeah. Large yes. part of the reason why I still do And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the show. Please subscribe, tell a friend, check us out, let the world know. You can find out more information about this podcast at LeeChabelle.com. And remember, be an angel, invest. Invest.